dude, this is fucking rad. You guys sitting fucking bullshit, fucking punk rock and goddamn pro wrestling. That's it. Nick. Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Sting. Oh, good fucking. <laughs> oh, you and you and Gio are gonna be best fucking oh, friends, fucking dude. Pick, my dude. Best best friends. So, uh, so I grew up in Needles, so I was a fucking river kid, and so I when growing up as a kid, fucking Surfer Sting was the fucking shit, and then of course as I got to be you know fucking a teenager, and he turns into fucking Crow Sting. Yeah. I, I jumped on it, but then I think I was my freshman year. We were up here in Vegas, and they had just opened the Nitro Grill. And my old man was like, I fucking, let's go check it out. Well, we fucking show up, and it's opening night, red carpet. Here comes fucking Bischoff, Big Sexy, the whole fucking lot. That's badass. My my old man looks at me and goes, hey, you want to go in there? I'm like, fuck, we can't get in there. And it was the first fucking lesson I've felt where it was like, all right, this one's stuck. We we, what? We can't get in there. You can't, like, it's opening. Hold on. He walks over to security, and it's actually fucking Doug Dillinger. And fucking uh, two minutes later, he fucking turns around and Doug Dillinger goes, come over. Oh, shit. You fucking can't. Old man walks by the smirt and I can't and fucking walks off. I'm like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Go in there. But hey, be be nice. Be cordial. This, that and the other. And fucking sure shit. Walked in, had my, you know, my high school baseball hat. The only thing fucking signed because I didn't expect to go in and fucking sure shit. Nash was kind of a dick. Bischoff was cool, and then I went up to Sting, and no face paint, just fucking could not have been a nicer fucking dude, and it was like one of those, wow. Damn. you know, you know the no, never meet your heroes bullshit. That dude. I've heard, I've heard that dude. about him. I've heard he's a really a personable fucking guy. So that's yeah. that's cool to hear. Super Definitely nice cool guy. to hear. And Fuck then the yeah. fact that he's fucking working with Darby now is like, come on, that's <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Well. Right. So you get a pass, because I was going to tell you to get the fucking table, but you know what? We're kind of bros now, because that's my guy, too. So, yep. once again, Cash, you, you you know, shit rolls downhill. You got to get, get the, the fuck, fucking table. I'll get the fucking table. Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming off the heels of a motherfucking absolute banger of uh, AEW Dynamite. Agreed. If, if, if I, you know, do say so myself. And, you know, mine, mine and Nick boy, mine and Nick's boy was, you know, there for the main event. And uh, we'll get into that later. But, uh, Cash, you, you got the table. Uh, fucking what's what's going on, man? What's the card looking uh, like? We started out with uh, Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament quarterfinal tonight. Uh, yeah. Dax Harwood versus Adam Cole. Which Technically I, I the thought... first match of the tournament in the men's, because all the is rest it... before were previous. Uh, yeah, were they were all yeah pre-qualifier matches. This is the first match of the, the finals. So this is the quarterfinal, yeah. which, as I said, was Dax Harwood versus uh, Adam Cole, which is a great Personally, I thought it was a great way to start the night. Yeah. Um, you know, you fucking bounce right into Adam Cole's music, and it was, it, it, it hit. Wasn't the best match of the night. We'll get into the best match of the night, but it was good. It was a good way to start Dynamite. <laughs> it's a bit historic, if you will, because, like, this is the first uh, Owen Hart tournament, and that was the first match in the first tournament ever. So I kind of like the fact that Dax and... Uh, Cole got to be the first ever. Got to give a shout right. out to to Doctor Martha Hart. She was uh she was there tonight, dude. Like uh yeah. old. Oh. That's that's exactly what I was gonna mention. Uh, uh <laughs> she was actually there with her family in attendance, and they uh they put the camera on her a couple times, and you know later on in the show, <laughs> she was cheering, giving a peace sign, and just. Yeah, she's having a good very time. happy to be there and yeah. imagine how hard it is for her to be somewhere like there you know what i mean from everything that she went through oh yeah it was i mean the coolest part to me watching that was they paid so much homage to like brett and owen matches like you, you a lot of the spots that they were doing were definitely um 
you know, old matches. Like, and, and that's the cool thing about anything Dax and and, and Cash are doing with FTR is that paying a lot of respect, I guess, to the the older yes older guys. And, and yeah, I mean, in absolutely. detail, like the spots they're doing are, are are really kind of, you know, you can see what they're doing. And go, oh shit! I watched that match when I was, you know, fucking. That, that's from Royal Rumble '96 or some shit. It's like it's crazy. There's a there's a super old school feel with Dax and Cash. Like that's I mean that's their whole aesthetic, you know, with with their you know personal yeah. styles. It's just very very old <laughs> shit, school. Shit, even their music, um, dude. Yeah, it goes back to NWA, Smoky Mountain. You know the the yeah, you're right, Geo. Even even the fucking music is very very old school, and I I love that about them. Yeah. Uh, there was there was a, I I listened to Dax and uh, Cash on. Renee's podcast I want to say it was a couple days ago and they were talking about the match uh between each other that they had uh in that the tournament awesome, by the way and they and, right right and and, yeah. and they talked about like the the parts where they did actually they took parts from Brett's matches and Owen's matches and, and as we all knew right. I think we all kind of seen some of that stuff I can't you know exactly pinpoint the things that were that we're talking about uh but but they talked about putting these putting these different uh parts in their own match <laughs> and it just and, and just things like that like you were saying to just kind of piggyback off that they're paying a really good tribute and really good respect to uh the heart <laughs> foundation yes uh so basically we kind of got to me, it was kind of unfair uh, because I wanted so badly for, um, was it Dax, to win. But, yeah. you know, I'm like, you got to have Adam Cole win, too. Like, because he, he, you know, they're like, to me, it was kind of a, a conflict of emotion because they're both, they both deserve to go on and, and advance and win. And I'm like, shit, you know, like, who's it going to be? You kind of you knew it was going to be cold, though. Yeah. You knew it. I mean, dis despite the fact that, you know, he did lose two matches to Hangman, you know, dis despite that, you know, you knew Cole is still one of the top guys in the company. Well, that's why he needed you know, to and that's, win. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how, you know, that's how Tony presents him is regardless of the fact that he lost to Hangman twice, he's still one of the top guys in AEW, you know, one of the most over guys in professional wrestling. So that's that's the way that you have to you know, book that finish is to have Adam Cole walk away with the W. And, and this might be me projecting for um, what, what I'd like to see in the future, but there's already been talks, obviously, with FTR and Brett coming in to manage. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen and, that. And again, the like, they've, they've got the clearance. Apparently, it was a merch deal that he had with WWE, so technically, he's good to go. That being said, you can't have, obviously, Dax out there with Brett on his ass cheeks yeah and and winning in the owen tournament it's, it's kind of too much at that point but even better again we're what two weeks out from from double or nothing here in vegas yeah yeah we may you free up dax obviously without winning that match now we get an ftr match hopefully with you know jungle express and they haven't done much of the title so you give them to the ftr and theoretically it's a pay-per-view you bring out brett and huge pop yeah, yeah, right. that'd be the way to go for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah, even if he nice. just makes an just <laughs> makes an appearance, that'd be cool. You know, even if you get a Brett appearance at yeah. that at double well, or nothing, that would, would be, be the second one in Vegas where Bret Hart showed up because he was there yeah. to present the title at so. the first. Yeah, and uh, that's what. What? He, he remember when it was rumored to be Flair? I'm sorry. Remember when it was rumored rumored to be Flair? It was supposed to, to be Flair the, the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. the WWE, the WWE fucking did everything they could to make that not happen, and that's exactly what and the, happened. And then that's uh, why I think his, he was his supposed hospital visit was fake. But go ahead, me back. Sorry. Uh, no, that's that's fine. Uh, and then he tried to manage Andrade, and then the dark side of the ring shit came out, and then that like. Yeah. There's no fucking way Flair is going to work for AEW. I think after that second time, Tony Khan's just like, this is a lost no. call. God, no. Sabotage. Yeah, they'll never bring him in. Anyway, he's going to avoid every bit of drama that he can. 
Yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, let's move on down down the card a little ways. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, great fucking matches to get into. Yeah, great opening match. Adam Cole walks away with the win. Uh, definitely yep. a solid way to open up Dynamite. Uh, yes, next sir. up, Hangman Adam Page's music. He is joining commentary for this next match, which is um, Long Island's own John Silver, Johnny Hungy, uh, versus uh, the best in the world, CM hey, Punk. Hey, Cash. How many times is it gonna take uh, Jr. to say uh, 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 Johnny Hunger before, before I just fucking turn it off permanently? Before times? I'm like, all right, I'm fucking done, dude. I just don't want to watch it anymore. I'm done. I was thinking, I was thinking, kill yourself, but turn off your TV is mild enough. He kind of yeah. goes by the Meat Man. Even Justin Roberts announced him as the Meat Man. So, meat man. what are you gonna do about this? I think you got some royalties or some, you know, like conflict of interest here Who? or. You? Who, me? Who the fuck you think I'm Bro, talking to? You're you are the fucking Bro, meat man. Listen, listen, listen here. First <laughs> off, I'm I'm meat bag. Okay, I'm not meat man. I'm not made of meat. I'm just a bag of meat. Yeah, but second, I don't know. <laughs> second kind of gimmick infringement, bro. It's like it's like second Taz all, with orange. You just can't can't wear orange. Well, here's my fucking ace in the hole. That's we have one third of battering <laughs> ham here on the fucking show right now, so it doesn't fucking matter dude there's meat for everyone yeah. huh? yes there's, there's, just, there's enough meat to there's, go around there's bro. a lot of meat to go around bro <laughs> and again we're grown men talking about grown men slapping meat yeah big meaty yeah, men big, meaty slapping men meat slapping meat all right we I'm were on top uh, we gotta we gotta talk about punk Punk walking out because Punk is still very clearly a heel in Long Island, and he's not a heel anywhere else. Oh yeah, just in just in Long out, Island. He came out in their jersey too, and they still booed well, what, the fuck out of him. What was funny about that is that, it, and this is kind of a an NHL thing, but fucking, he came out in a New York Islanders jersey. His fucking ring gear was all New York Islanders, but he was wearing a uh, a John Tavares jersey, which. Famously, John Tavares left the fucking Islanders to go to the fucking Maple Leafs. Oh, he just made me so happy. That man it is was, genius. It was, it was so damn. I noticed it immediately. I was like, I oh, get man, it now. this is going to pop that crowd so fucking hard. And it did. They're pissed. The that second he turned smart. around and you saw Tavares on his fucking jersey, <laughs> the crowd's fucking they just boo that booed oh, the shit out of him, dude. Not, not only did you just make Nick happy, uh, we, we definitely got to point that out. But second, is Long Island known to be that loud of a crowd for wrestling? I, I guess they are now. Are are they are they, they that one of, loud? They're up there, yeah. It, 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 in WWE events and like any other events, have you ever met anybody it just... from Long Island, dude? They're just loud as fuck in general. So it's like sure, <laughs> like sure, hey, but, yo, uh, hey. <laughs> that, that's I'm just fair. wondering my, if my it's MJF. Thought. I'm wondering if it's, yeah, oh, it's definitely that's where MJF. I was gonna go. I'm going. MJF is is as hot as fucking balls at this point. Let's be, let's yeah. be honest. And that yeah. that whole run with him and Punk, I mean, it worked out great. Where Punk can play the heel. So the fact that you can call back to that later on with a completely different opponent and still be able to run that, I, I thought it was brilliant. You're right. Yeah. That Tavares yeah. jersey was genius on his part. Oh, it was great. That that popped me so fucking hard so when I saw it. I was like, "Oh, now. this is great." Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch a little sports, man, to freaking get the uh, get the inside jokes. <laughs> Regional I sports in Arizona, team, thing. bro. I got the Coyotes suck. I got no reason to watch hockey, bro. <laughs> the Coyotes have always sucked too. That's not a new thing, dude. No, like no. The, the Phoenix is... Coyotes have they been had, a terrible team. They had team Gretzky for a long time. trying to teach them, dude, and they still suck. They, so. they still suck. They're, yeah. they're playing at a college next year. The oh, stadium God. kicked them out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they did Glendale Arena. Oh, yeah, they're not a Glendale yeah, Arena there anymore. It's, it's Jobbers.com Arena now. <laughs> they're they're actually they're. they're <laughs> They're supposed to be building them a new arena, but let's let's get back into the fucking match. Yeah, let's get uh, back into the, yes. into the action. Uh, hey, I gotta let me point out really quick. Hangman match. Adam Page has come out these last couple weeks just looking fierce, very vicious, and I like yeah. this kind of edgy side of Hangman because I have a feeling that we might see somewhat of a heel turn for him to retain his championship at Double or Nothing cool. against CM Punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's I. 
I mean, honestly, I still if, if Punk's going to win the title anywhere, I mean, I think we mentioned it on the show. I don't think it's going to happen in Vegas. I think we said that it's probably going to happen at All Out because they're going to be back in Chicago. I kinda, yeah, I, I got to disagree with that because, I mean, that does sound like a good idea, but there's no need to have him win the championship in Chicago when the motherfucker came back after seven years in Chicago. Like, they... they you know, they and got sold they got out enough. the United Center on they, a, uh, on, 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 on a, a rumor. rumor on a rumor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so I think they got enough. Well, I, I humbly disagree with that. And here's why. Punk even tonight just showed again. The whole object of pro wrestling is to get the pop right to, to get the crowd. It, it doesn't matter if you're booing or you're cheering. If you're sitting on your hands, we're not making money. So the idea is, he understands, I'm going in, you know, I'm going to where they went tonight and, and pissed off the entire crowd, knowing full well he was going to do it. So, yeah, yeah. you send it to Chicago. Yes, you run the heel, Adam holds onto the title at double or nothing, because when Punk becomes that big face, because Hangman goes heel, and they do it in Chicago, the optics and the audio from that pop alone of him winning that title will be absolutely insane can't absolutely i i can't argue with that either i think that's yeah. a really good point and i, sta- and you I know, think i stand corrected <laughs> and and, and no, you know no, no, what no, no, no. no that's a very valid point no i i agree well, with you now completely. And, and, and i like his and i like nick's point because what i just finished up cody rhodes on the broken skull sessions and they him and awesome. austin talked awesome. about decibels decibels you know what i mean like yeah. how loud mm-hmm. you can get that crowd whether they boo or cheer or whatever they make noise decibels and and so that just kind of bounces off of what nick was saying and i really really think that uh uh cm punk gets just the most massive rea- reaction compared to anybody else in aw dude i mean those, those guys get loud for him and it doesn't matter what city they're in by the way if you haven't watched that episode of broken skull sessions with Cody Rhodes yet make make that happen because that was it was two hours of just pure entertainment it, it was so good um I enjoyed the, the hell out of it and there was a lot of mentions of AEW they talked about AEW a lot you know they talked about New Japan they talked about Ring of Honor they talked about a lot dude they talked about Cody behind the scenes in AEW it's very interesting I, I will say this though uh I just got done watching it and um I've never seen anybody in the Broken Skull Sessions pan to the hard cam as many times as Cody pan to the hard cam. I'm like, the whole object <laughs> so here, true. dude, is to have a conversation. Like, you're sitting there cutting it up with Stone Cold, and I swear to God, I thought he was hawking products for the first 15 minutes. He kept turning left, like, staring, like, you're talking to him, dude. Talk to the dude, not to... Whoever the fuck's Yeah, over it there. seemed like he was trying to involve like everybody in the room in the conversation. It's like, yeah. dude, maybe he was nervous right, talking to Stone Cold right there. Yeah, got it. I I would be too, man. He's gotta still, try to involve he's still somebody a little else. market, dude. At heart, he's still a little supermark. Oh know? my god, I'm nervous as shit. Who is it for fucking, Stone Cold? I'm on the Geo Meatbag show. And I'm fucking uh, saying the right <laughs> shit. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you right now who is probably a little bit nervous as shit. That's Johnny Hungy. Uh, he he went up against CM Punk last night in Long Island on AW Dynamite. Unfortunately, he took the L uh, in his in his own hometown. But it's it sounded like he got a little pop. But like we were saying, pop doesn't compare to CM Punk's pop, which is why he's probably going to take the title at some point this year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't a long match. Like, this was not an extended match by any means. This was really just a, it was a heater match, you know, to get, you know, build up that bullshit with him and Cole. Because you yeah. notice there, I mean, the match ended with Punk doing a buckshot lariat, which ultimately ends up. That was interesting. Yeah, Punk, yeah. Punk freaking, match ended with a buckshot lariat, which, you know, pissed fucking Paige off. Um, did I say Adam Cole? You said Cole Adam Page. earlier. Yeah, you, I, I said Cole before. Yeah, yeah, we I all did. knew I what Cole, you meant. No, yeah, we knew <laughs> we were. Who knew what I was talking about? Yeah, no, Page. Yeah, pissed Page off. So Page comes down, and you know, it was a lot of face to face between him and uh, him and Punk. Uh, uh, the the I just got to say really quick before we move on to the next uh, match on the card. When 
we're at times like this, you know, a couple weeks out from a big pay-per-view, so you just got a lot of rivalries cooking really hot, you know. Some of them maybe not just the greatest thing going on, like the Jericho Appreciation Society, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get but, into uh, that. But uh, my point is, is these are the best fucking times in wrestling, like right before a big pay-per-view, and they're just jamming all this shit into a TV show, dude, just giving you free TV. Here you go. Here's a fucking pay-per-view worthy card and this is exactly what we got man and it really yeah. cooked up a lot of this uh right a lot of the it, the, the heat is cooking baby <laughs> we're, we're we got double or nothing around the corner and shit's about <laughs> to pop off dude that's what well, made uh, punk, uh wcw so successful but go ahead sorry punk yeah punk picks up the w um match ends up some back and forth and then we move on to <laughs> me back's favorite wrestler uh Danhausen versus Tony Nice, which dude they did Danhausen even... dirty, bro. Oh God, they did him dirty. You can't even call that a match. It wasn't a he match. Got squash. Was... Tony Nice beat the shit out of him. Freaking them big knees to his fucking face. That was, was that his it. first one-on-one match. Uh, Dan I think that was his. Uh, yeah, that was, was a turn match. It, yeah, it wasn't even really a match. You can't call that. But a I mean, match. was that Danhausen his de- got... AEW? <laughs> yeah, that was debut? his debut. Yeah, that was his that, first match. I didn't. Up. I didn't like that. I, I did not like that. As much as I don't like Danhausen, uh, which I have grown to like him uh, in the in the recent months, but I did not like that debut. I fucking loved it. Did loved you? It. Dude, Let's hear it, why. It is. It is long term story building. Sure. You've got okay. You've got Danhausen, relatively new to television audiences. He's an indie darling, but most people didn't know who he was. You've got Hook, who again, you could flip him, baby, but again, he's he's fucking he's a natural heel. Like the kid can just play heel. That being said, you bring in Nice. You got nothing to fucking do with him, right? You bring him out with Smart Mark. Cool. They have the match. He squashes him. Hook shakes his hand. Hey, everything's honky dory. We get Hook housing until <clears throat> Hook turns on Dan housing. Dan obviously gets the, we'll call it the fucking uh, rub or the okay. All right. builds the heat. Hook the ends up teaming up with Nice, fucking being a baby face, and we get two Long Island guys again. Hook or two New York guys, we'll call it, with Hook and Nice. Now Nice is kind of getting that rub too, and you've got a built-in feud with two guys, and you can obviously get the baby face, the long-term win. You know, Dan Housen builds up something, joins the best friends, does something like that, but. Yeah, I like it. Just okay. squash him real fast and then build him back up. Yeah, I actually like that point because Danhausen is already over. And just imagine when Hook turns on him, which probably isn't going to be in that long of a time. Hook will probably end up fucking at, the, at double or nothing. Hook will probably end up just like kicking everybody's ass and then he'll get the stone cold reaction. But Danhausen is just going to... People are just gonna want to see him succeed, so they're just gonna—they're really gonna build him as a babyface, I think. You know, and I'm not—I'm not a hundred percent sure that they'll go that route. And I think it was—it was, it was uh, Lance that kind of kind of dropped this shit. Fucking Lance uh, keeps referring to Hookhausen as kind of that rock and sock connection 2.0, which which makes perfect sense to me because they don't at all look like they should be tagging together in lance? any fucking lance said that lance said that lance said that uh, yeah, I, I know I true know. yes <laughs> lance said that this is this is this is one of those few times that it's not really a lance fact because i kind of i kind of agreed with him i was like yeah that makes sense you know i, I he's get becoming where... just a really nice boy isn't he <laughs> he's, lance, he's... lance is growing up growing, to be growing, just a really growing nice up boy. right before our eyes man so proud but, of him. But, but that would be absolutely correct because the idea is you've got to build that rock and sock connection, light or something like that, obviously, to end up making that turn, you know, pack a little more heat, and all of a sudden it's a matter of now nah, we rebuild Danhausen. But yeah, get that rub for, I'd call it a couple of months at least. Get a good yeah. run out of, out of Hookhausen. Hookhausen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to turn somebody eventually. Obviously, it's not going to last forever, but. 
you know, right now, Hook's on a hell of a run. Danhausen is one of the most over guys on the roster and hasn't even had a real match yet. You know, so I, yeah, I like the Hookhausen thing. Yeah, but. they really did it dirty. But I like the Hookhausen thing. We'll see how long it lasts. Um, it wasn't a great segment, but I, I think that handshake at the, at the end kind of defined the segment. Yeah. It was. I'll, I'll say this. Um, I like the reference to Rock and Sock, but it's not its not the analogy you have to make. Uh, Dan uh, Hookhausen is definitely more of a, a head cheese. Huh. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, without fucking, question, that's a head cheese. With, with, the, with the, the lethal weapon fucking in uh, shit. Steve Blackman. Uh, Steve Blackman Al and Snow. Al Snow. Al yeah, Snow, yeah. Of yeah. course. Of course. Wow. wow. That's a good reference. That's a hell that of a reference, man. But yeah, that's... Yeah, wow. no, that, I An didn't even think about that. But... And a silent killer. See what yeah, happens yeah. when we bring somebody on here that, that's smarter that's than not, us at wrestling? That's not, that's not Rhodey. You know, like, he, he, <laughs> ma- he, he makes sense of what we're saying, you know? Yeah. He, he, oh, ma- right. he helps us make sense. Very, very I'm good analogy. I, pre- like I appreciate that analogy. Anybody else? Than Rhodey. <laughs> <laughs> just a mark like anybody else. You dig this shit. Oh yeah. Fuck All it. right, let's uh let's move on to the uh the best feud currently going in AEW at this moment. Uh we got the contract signing for uh Wardlow versus MJF. Um yes. which I laughed my ass I laughed my ass off whenever Wardlow came out because his freaking his tron was uh boo boo Wardlow. <laughs> fucking I thought that was, <laughs> <laughs> was I thought it was fucking, fucking hilarious. I was I dying laughing. Oh, yeah, boo say. Wardlow. Um, even though, like, MJF has the fucking crowd, you know, obviously he's a Long Island boy. Island boy! Uh, he fucking... Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. God, no. So he, Island boy! He, he's got the crowd, you know, obviously, and he can, he can basically have the power to say, hey, boo Wardlow. But... You know, not to jump too forward, but when some shit went down and and they actually became face to face, the crowd turned right on the fuck MJF and they started cheering Wardlow. I just am gonna of course say they that did. right now because of they were like, they "Oh shit, are we about to see some shit?" Like they immediately popped. They were like, "Fuck MJF, get his get his ass, Wardlow!" Like, like it was it, the the segment was really what what we thought it was going to be it was yeah. wardlow handcuffed for a solid five six minutes you know with mjf talking a mountain of shit i popped whenever he sat there and he goes all right say what you got to say and then fucking cut him off like oh your mic's not working all right moving on like <laughs> that's funny as shit guess who called it let we're gonna play a game really quick it's called guess who called it it's always me and it's not geo wasn't Geo this time. Oh, that it was, was fucking guess. me! You know why? Because who is Wardlow facing at Double or Nothing? Uh, my mom? MJF. MJF. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. And and guess guess when I, I just right now, just to guess. Guess when Wardlow and MJF are gonna have their match. Uh what, do you think it's gonna be all in all in? When, when all out! All out, yeah, all out. Why in Chicago? Because they're gonna cook that the fuck yeah, out of that. Yeah, but Ward, food, dude. didn't they do it in Wardlow's hometown? If that's where you're going with it, or no? No, 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 no. That's not where I'm going. I'm going with they're pushing that shit. They're gonna push this feud out all the way until all out, dude. Oh, and, and yeah, here's you might the as thing. well. You know how those ketchup, well-done steak-eating motherfuckers are so happy to have a well-done steak with ketchup? <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing with this view, dude. Cooking that shit well done, and everyone's shout out, gonna shout, be happy. Shout out to no, shout out to Lee Reichenbacher. Rest in peace, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you're, you're you're dead on with it, and and even goes back to again how it's all why AEW is so fucking good is because. They're able to play fucking storyline. I hate to even compare it to like a Game of Thrones, but you can interweave a bunch of shit. Like the idea of sending Punk into New York and him getting booed, but him playing up to the fucking booze. We'll send him to Chicago, give him the big crowd cheers. Well, guess what? You send MJF to fucking Chicago, and, yeah. and it's, it's Wardlow's contract on the line. They're going to boo the shit out of MJF and cheer Wardlow. That makes perfect sense. 
Uh, also, Meatbag, have you ever had, like, a roast? Have you ever had roast? Like, roast beef? Yes. Yes. That's a way better analogy than a steak. Because you, you don't really want to, like, s- slow cook a steak the shit out of it to where it's, it's overdone. Nah, man. That's, <laughs> that's not a hot dog at all. Yeah. <laughs> So I just I just wanted to point that out because nobody <laughs> likes their fucking steaks that cooked, and I think this match is slowly cooked to perfection, uh, as opposed to a like steak like, that a, is good roast, like, a, good like a good roast, roast. roast, like a good pot roast, like a good well done steak with ketchup. Pot the roast the is only there. bummer that, that oh, came God. in the segment for me was uh, when that when it was the all right if if he doesn't win this match he can never get a contract in AEW. It's like. Well, I wonder who's going to win the feud now. Like, you're going to have to throw in some pretty fucking wicked twists in this thing to make it not become essentially the Cody versus MJF feud part two. Yeah. You know, that's like, that's a solid wicked. That's a solid point, because if they would have saved that stipulation until MJF and Wardlow's match, that would have made it so, way more hype, way more hype, dude. You could have found a different type of stipulation for this match. You know what I mean? Actually, there's already stipulations. He's got to take the 10 lashings before the match even starts. That 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 alone could have been fine. And then you could have saved the no contract thing for MJF. You know, I thought I figured that would work actually better. And then people will be on the edge of their seats wanting to see Wardlow win, you know. I think we need to kind of shout out because I mean I was I was no I've noticed this as it's been going along, but they're clearly inspired by Batista's first feud with Triple yeah. H when he whenever whenever yes. he broke off from Evolution. You can kind of see the parallels. Obviously, yep. it's not exactly the same, All but you can see the the parallels the there. Yeah, nobody's used a thumbs down yet. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, you you can see the parallels there in those feuds, and it, it's a clear inspiration to this feud, but it's not exactly the same. But I think it's cool that it's kind of a throwback to that feud because that's how Batista got super over. Yeah. You know, that's that that's what that feud ultimately did for him, and I think that's exactly what it's going to do for Wardlow oh, going he's forward. Oh, there, dude. He's fucking. Oh yeah, already, he's already man. one of the most. Yeah, he's one of the most over guys in the company, but getting that big win and getting that contract with he obviously he signed to AEW, but storyline wise, getting that contract with AEW, it's yeah. it's gonna take him to a whole different level. Yep. All right, all right, I've got a question for the three of you. And and it get, pertains to Wardlow. And really the, the big man will call it like fuck, I don't know how to phrase it, but the idea being like Paul White has always been told, like he had the big talk and someone in the back told him, don't ever fucking do this or that and the other. You're a big man. You do this and this and this and that's it. Well, fucking, there's been a bunch of shit on Wardlow being able to pull off the moonsault and yeah. do a bunch of crazy, I don't want to call it fucking luchador shit, but the dude can apparently fucking fly around too. Yeah. Do you want to see something like that out of a big guy? Or yeah. does it essentially, especially in a place where AEW, where again, these dudes, it's a fucking spot fest. Everyone's doing fucking crazy shit. You end up with a dude like that who's that big, who does all of that shit. How is he not your champ for the next fucking 10 years? I, I think it it's really it really depends on the guy. Because if we're going to throw that back, you got to think about that shooting star press that Lesnar did against Angle and almost broke mm-hmm. his fucking neck in the process yeah. because he didn't land it right. But Archer. if you're if, if you're yeah, Archer too, but if you're a big guy that's able to hit those moves safely, then fuck yeah, dude, fucking do them all. Like I don't give a rat's ass. The fact that he can hit a moonsault is is pretty incredible for a guy his size. One of the things that I really like uh it, when it comes to like bigger wrestlers, like the Giants if you will, um when they're working with smaller talent, you kind of work like a giant. But it, if you notice when they're two big guys, that's when they kind of pull out that shit. Like, I remember it was Big Show versus Braun Strowman on Monday Night Raw, but it was like their second or third match together. And they just fucking, like, they were doing the craziest shit. And everybody was like, Big Show is going. Like, they were going fast and hard and, like, doing actual yeah. athletic shit. And it was like, holy fuck. Like, 
we've never seen either of these men do this because they're huge giants. So I would like to see, you know, a hybrid of when Wardlow is working with smaller dudes than him, work like a giant, smart, you know? And then right. when you're working alongside somebody that could be equal to you, that's when you bust out the the classics and, and the, the, the ring smarts and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Make it special. That's what I was going to say is uh, if you are going to have him do that shit, which I don't mind seeing at all, uh, I would I would prefer to see it in special moments. Yeah. So don't yeah. overdo it. Yeah, for sure. Um, don't do a Brian Cage because Brian Cage was doing that shit, trying to do that shit like every match. Yeah. yeah. Get your shit you in. Know, you gotta Made make him uninter- uninteresting. Yep. Good match. Uh, not match. Good good segment. Um, yeah, yes. really enjoyable segment. Um, next up, we've got a FTW Championship match. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Absolute Ricky Starks. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, I didn't think it was a bad match. I think I was more interested in what was happening on commentary. Yes. Because JR kept JR kept saying a bunch of goofy shit, and Taz just kind of kept correcting him, like as they were going along. <laughs> like I was, I was paying more attention to that than just about anything else. Um, at one point, there was a really, it, it was seemingly a very small thing when you were listening to it, but it it, it kind of helped you look at Taz and go, okay, he understands the assignment. He gets what he's doing right now. They were referring to the FTW championship as Taz's title. So Taz immediately corrects them and goes, hey, that's it's not my title. That's Ricky Starks' title. He goes, yeah. and he's currently in the ring right now with Jungle Boy defending, defending that title, <laughs> defending the title. He goes, yeah, this, it, like, basically like he was saying, hey, this ain't about me. This is yeah. not about me. Let's not. We're not making yeah. this about me. This is Taz about... is cool as fuck in moments like that. Yeah. No, I thought it was. I, I thought it was cool. Like I said, it was seemingly very small, but I I heard it and I was like, oh, that's Picked cool, man. He put the yeah. put the focus back on them in the ring. Like that's that's what you need to do in that moment. Right. Um, yes, sir. You know. But again, it wasn't a bad match. Obviously, Ricky Starks retains. Um, you know, that's kind of what we all expected. I didn't think Jungle Boy was going to pick up the FTW championship i'd not i kind of wish like they would do something with it like that though like i wish it would change hands to somebody that's like out of team taz so that it's like yeah whoa then they gotta like go like try to get it and there and then the person that has the ftw title is like you know a bit rebellious or something that you know like a john moxley or something yeah you want to pit you want to piss taz off drop that title to darby allen and darby allen Yeah. And Darby Allen will make that title what it's supposed to be. The extreme championship fucking title, dude, where people can have just insane matches like we've seen in the main event tonight for that yeah, title, fuck dude. Fuck the world, Put that dude. Shit, let's, let's yeah, fight. dude. Fuck the fuck the world championship and just have hardcore matches for it. Go ahead. No, I, I like that idea. In my head, I'm going, you've got to take the title off of Ricky Starks with somebody. Yep. To get it over to another member like a Hobbs, like yeah. Hobbs is another big dude, and and you've got this big. I mean, they they brought in so much fucking talent, but the big thing to me is you've got so many big dudes that kind of need something to go after. I mean, shit, you just got Keith Lee, you've yeah. got Will Hobbs, you've got yep. Archer back, who who's now uh, again another big dude. I mean, there, there's there's they some should big do like a super dudes. heavyweight. But but the idea is they kind of need something to go off of too, and it's like I didn't like the idea of Jungle Boy in that match in the first place, and going, aren't you the tag team title holder? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? This... I mean, other than the idea yeah. of of when Christian kind of like we may be getting the turn out of Christian. I was going to mention that kind yeah. of look. So they kind of they they something. Has one of those. They teased huh? it again. Huh? They teased yeah. it. They teased it again yeah. at the end of the match. Um, you know, Christian's going to turn eventually. We just don't oh, know gonna when happen. it's going to happen. Yep. But Christian has always been a better heel than a face. In, in my, I think he's a great face. But Christian's heel work is where he is always shining. Yes. Always. And I hate to say this, but like, uh, as much as Luchasaurus can go, the, the gimmick is kind of, at least for me, gotten a kind of stale. And We talk about it every th- week. <laughs> this, this, is, this is literally one of those things where it's like, this would work out perfectly in the sense of Christian costing the tag team titles. 
Luchasaurus gets injured or fucking something. He's just kind of off TV, and we get that feud between Jungle Boy and Christian Cage where we can finally push Jungle Boy as, you know, that, that kind of single kid and yeah, and see where it goes from there. Hey, you well, guys, it was in, uh, in nerdy news, you guys should have a segment called uh, Weather with Luchasaurus. <laughs> and you guys are just like, hey, what's it like down in... San Francisco right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Luchasaurus. Anyways, All right, let's mo a, move on. Yeah, let's get let's get moving on here to our to our least favorite our least favorite feud currently going in AEW. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society victory speech, um, which I'm so fucking tired of Jericho referring to himself as a wizard. I really you really want to say something about this. Can I, go ahead. Can I say something? Yeah, I yeah go ahead. Called it cash. I don't know why I'm doing the cat scratch fever, but <laughs> yeah, I, calm down, dude. I, I totally called it with the. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, it kind of looks like they're, you know, really hinting at bringing in a team to join forces with them against the J ass, and it was. Uh, the motherfucking BCC, dude. The Blackpool Combat Blackpool Club. Blackpool Combat Club. Yes, that was the best part about the segment. It was absolutely, yeah. It was. It was that. That was the only. Because uh, Meatbag got a bonus when John Moxley walked out. That's why it was the Duh. best part. I still I hate his. I, I hate I've, his. I will flipped, hate his stupid dude. music till the day I die. Like oh, I don't want to hear Wild Thing anymore. Oh yeah, I really wild don't. Thing, no. Get rid of Wild Thing. Fuck the wild thing thing, but but here's here's a, a fantasy match that just popped in my head, just thinking about that fucking segment. What if, what if, we got Jericho and Regal out of this Ooh, somehow some dude. fucking way? I think it could Give happen. Give him one dude. more, dude. Give him one more. Jericho figure could pee in his uh, tea again. Out, dude. I'd be stoked to see it. I'd be stoked to see one more Regal match. Cause I think Dude, he's got don't. a couple left in him. Not a barn burner. We don't need a fucking again. I don't. I don't need a fucking twelve oh. minute. Just give me something where it's just let him go and have one more good one. And Dude. then that's now we're it. Talking. Like that would be. Dude, he's he is oof. more broken than Sting and fucking Kurt Angle combined though. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on a fucking <laughs> second. What, what did you just say? More broken than who in Kurt Angle? Sting is broken. Okay, who's fucking main eventing in 2022 on prime television? Uh, Sting is a manager. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is he not diving off of fucking balconies into tables and shit? I'm sorry. No. That, no, he. Is that not he happening? Did that. Uh, he frequently? Did that, but what I. Like he did that, but what I'm saying is that okay, he's not, Regal's not in very good shape, man. He's he's fucking hurt. Man. Rock that shit get, till the wheels fall off, homie. If that's he all you almost died last year. Are you fucking serious? The Dude, you know who else almost died? died? You know who else almost died? Jeff Hardy, what? bro. He got in a severe dirt bike accident. He almost died. <laughs> I'm not even joking. This is a real legit thing. He almost died. You know who, you know who else really... almost died? Fucking Big Papa Pump, your hookup, Scott Steiner. Still oh, in the really? Indies. Well, I don't know if he's like hey, right look, now, right now. But Well, you know who else died other than Alex Simmons? <laughs> Rody. Rody's dead. He's not. He's, he's not, not, here. not around anymore. <laughs> Brother, if you're if you're Rest in peace, hurt, I never knew you. And and somebody's like, hey man, you can't play them drums no more. Are you gonna keep playing until the wheels fall off? Or are you gonna fucking be like, okay? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm gonna. Don't play you put you that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm right. just saying, man. That's some people I know. live to I ride know. and I ride to live, worry. brother. I just worry. I don't want him to the, fucking uh, break his neck. The, again. the the room the rumor is is that what they're alluding to, what this is supposed to be leading to, is the trios title, which Tony Khan has already confirmed that the trios titles have already okay, been like made. Um, <laughs> Um, he's already confirmed they've they've already they've already made the trios titles. So I mean, the, the fuck is a trios title in Ring of Honor? So I mean, just bring them shits over. 
But yeah. AEW is supposed to have a trios title as well. <laughs> so, I mean, watching the Blackpool Combat Club win that down the line probably wouldn't be a big They deserve it. Surprise. They're the yeah. best it right w- now. It would not be One of the be best surprising. things going in AEW right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't really care for the segment overall. Blackpool Combat Club kind of saved that. Uh, Jericho yeah, referring did. to himself as a wizard is just fucking killing me. Um, it, oh, it my really, God. You it see really how is. when he said he that he's a wizard, he got no reaction. I'm a wizard. It's yeah. like, oh, God, no, stop it. Even Long stop. Island didn't react. No. Jericho, you know, Jericho's pretty good about throwing out new catchphrases and new fucking monikers and stuff. This this one is, is terrible. The not working, like, dude. No, God, not it does good. not. It doesn't but work. But that's but that's what makes him a heel is because he's doing the shit that's pissing people like us off, and that's what's making him a heel. Yeah. But that's oh, the good that's the problem I have with it, dude. Is it's it's not good heat. It's fucking no. bad heat. Yeah, no, it's like it's, go, it's almost go away heat. Of like, desperation. We don't want this. Yeah. Like it, it it literally feels like it's one of those. All right, well the last thing kind of fizzled out. Let me just fucking go go to the well on this, but I'll really fucking just hammer home the idea that it's all about me. It's like, dude, this isn't like good heat where it's like, fuck, I really hate this guy. It's a right. Dude, I could go with a fucking another segment that's that's a bit more fucking intriguing than this shit. Yeah. It's just like uh, I'd rather Jericho here for TV, you know. Yeah, that's. I'd rather, I'd rather watch an Anna J promo. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Uh, let's let's move on, and I, don't, I you know I don't really have a big opinion on this. Uh, you get it? You get another... Did I take it a little too far? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, we had another Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament quarterfinal match, uh, which I didn't. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I didn't watch this match. Uh, Tony Storm versus Tony Jamie. Storm. Versus Jamie yeah. Hader. Like, I don't even Tony know. I smoked and I went and I had a cigarette for this match. <laughs> yeah, Tony did not, did not watch this match. I'll sum, I'll sum it up real quick. Tony Storm got a big reaction. She uh, ended up getting the win over Jamie Hader. So. Good. Wait, Moving on. Wait a second. Wait a what? second. Wait, wait a fucking second here. What? Whoa. What? Horses. Was it a fucking barn burner? A fucking five star? Not a fucking slightest. But Jamie Hader's got a fucking mean boot. And that yeah. was a hell of a fucking kick, Tony Storm. Uh, and I'm hoping fucking to see her do something fucking because seriously, that women's division is fucking lacking. And she's gonna she she's gonna end up breaking away and having a feud with Britt, which would be cool. Which would be fucking great. But seriously, yeah. fucking it, it was one of those things. Where I can completely understand why everyone's still on the smoke break shit. But seriously, we got nice asses we, too. We don't really watch a lot of. Uh... A lot of the women's matches. It depends on the women's match, uh, honestly. Right. It, it, it depends on who's in the match. Um, I like Tony Storm. I just didn't really care for Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader. Like, it's, yeah, it's, sure. That does does absolutely nothing for me. I've been sitting here <laughs> watching Geo play with his fucking toy for the last like Why three minutes. Why does CM Punk move off. like that, dude? He does the dude, that's what, that's what, what Ricky the Starks did last night. Ricky Starks fucking. Like he did one of those last night. Starks fucking pose. Welcome like. to AEW, my man. So hey, have have you ever noticed <laughs> that CM Punk's tattoos look like two hairy eyeballs and and a giant mustache? Oh, it yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a dirty Sanchez. Uh, All right, we've we've got to let uh. We've got to let Geo take it from here because this is uh, this is his guy. This was the, right, so one of the one, one of the dream about, matches. We've talked about it before about how Darby kind of is checking all these boxes to be like he should be my favorite wrestler, right? Like Correct. active wrestler yes. right now because all these different elements of Sting and Jeff Hardy, and now he's with Sting and just like he's just almost there, just wasn't quite doing it. This one, like kind of solidified of like all right this this fucking guy dude like i i'm gonna buy his merch like when i go to double or nothing i'm going to buy a darby allen shirt and that's all i'm probably gonna buy is darby allen shirt and uh not gonna buy you a jeff hardy shirt uh dude i'm gonna buy a jeff hardy shirt <laughs> so I'm gonna, buy, I'm gonna buy both of their shirts but what i'm saying though is is this match kind of like t- Put the, put the nail in the coffin, if you will, 
um, of, you know, just solidifying. I do it. Like, he went, because, all right, so, basically, Jeff Hardy and, and Sting are my, are tied for my top all-time favorite wrestler of all time. Like, I cannot pick one over the other when it comes to all-time favorite. So, just the fact that we have this, like, love child, almost, in my weird imagination land, of Sting and Jeff Hardy comes Darby Allen. You know, like, I don't know. It's just, like, that that match, just everything. The offense right out the gate, fucking Darby shooting out like a bullet to fucking Hardy. And, like, dude, I don't know. Like, they, they both just fucking went nuts. And, and, and Ham. And every, it was everything it should have been for their first encounter. And it was fucking amazing because they delivered. Um, and that's pretty much all I have to say about it other than the fact that I'm erect right now. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll I'll give you a moment to go change your pants. Uh, the, no the opening, <laughs> the opening <laughs> encounter was fucking sick. The bell rang and Darby just like went 100 miles per hour and just did that double drop kick to fucking yes. Jeff Hardy, knocked him out of the ring, and then he did the suicide fucking dive or whatever. It's more of like a shoulder tackle the way Darby yeah, he, does well, it. Yeah, he uses his he throws back, his whole back, like throws yeah, he, he his throws, back at you. Yeah, he throws his whole body at you. And then as soon as he did that, he goes right under the ring and pulls out about 10 fucking chairs and yeah, lines him up. Yeah, like, sets up a coffin, was, a coffin out of chairs is what they It was. Say. It was a, that, that part was so fucking epic, and I just really loved the pacing of that. And eventually it led to just that massive, massive bump. Yes. That I've, massive swanton, dude. I feel it like was a, fucking a bit, huge. Like the camera showed a baby crying a tear of joy because it was just yeah. so fucking oh my god that's so badass it was it was like you said it was everything that you wanted that match to be everything you thought it should be everything that every bump that they needed to take cuz i mean i think i said it last week you know this shit kind of it didn't start with jeff hardy but jeff hardy is one of the you know one of those guys that you can consider an innovator, you know, of extreme wrestling. I mean, because he really is, you know, fucking Jeff Hardy took some of the biggest bumps I've ever seen in my life. But last yeah. night, last night, that kind of just, that was one of those matches that you think about and you go, man, is it going to be as good as I want it to be? And it was. It 100% was. It yep. was as good as I thought it should have been. They I think we were all. should have made a fucking t-shirt for that match, dude. Fuck we were all completely dude. satisfied with the way that that went. Yeah, I was right. kind of worried originally. It was like one of those, you look at the clock and, and there's 10 minutes left. And it's like one of those, immediately you kind of think to yourself, boy, this thing's got to fucking, they need some more time. <laughs> they got to wrap gonna... it up. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. It, that was 10 minutes of pure fucking adrenaline. Just absolute balls to the wall. And, and again, it, it's why AEW, to this, to this day, in my eyes, it is just leading the charge and is fucking light years ahead of what WWE is doing. Because that's a pay-per-view match. Even with 10, and you put it on free television, just like WCW did? Yeah, I'm, I'm buying double or nothing, without question, yeah. just to see what Darby does next. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Darby, Darby is most definitely a draw, and I loved seeing him in that main event. Uh, I don't think this is the last bout between these two, but I think no, no, at one no. point... <laughs> I think at one point you're going to see the passing of the torch. Uh, but we're not there yet. We're I, definitely not there yet. I think it's cool because we're kind of on the same wavelength here. I was just about to say, what if we see um, Jeff get eliminated within the next couple weeks and then we actually get Darby and Jeff at fucking double or nothing like a second time. Like, holy no. shit. You gotta make it special, bro. They're gotta, teasing. Gotta they're, they're they're teasing heavily, heavily teasing, which will will go straight to the end of the match. Jeff Hardy picks up the win with a uh, with a crucifix roll up, which is kind of a simple maneuver to win the match, but you know it worked. Um, he outsmarted come, Darby. Young Bucks come come out, stare down the Hardy Boys again. Oh and yeah, this dude. Is, yeah, if we get is, that instead. 
that's what we're getting at Double or yeah. Nothing. It's going to be the Hardy Boys versus Man. the Young Nick, Bucks are you going? At, at Double or Nothing. I haven't got tickets yet, but... Dude, nosebleeds are cheap I, as fuck, dude. Let's go kick it. The nosebleeds. That's not a bad idea, dude. I might have to pull the trigger on that. I mean, Media, I you, are you one. going or are you coming over to the house to watch it? Uh, I'll probably come over to the house to watch it. Okay. Fuck, dude. If yeah, we I'll, get that I'll match, I'm gonna brother... I'm going to make it out this, this year. Because, like, dude, I, the first Double or Nothing, we were there, and I was like... My my favorite match of all time is the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing. Just because I was there, yeah. you know, I'm a little biased, but it was fucking holy shit status, dude. So going back and I and I get the Young Bucks versus the Hardy Boys, dude, with the fucking music, dude. Oh shit! I'm gonna I'm gonna Nick. I don't know if you're gonna want to sit by me because I'm gonna come everywhere. Dude. But so do you so much wait kissed. on that shit though? Like Catch I know, so much again, sometimes the titles make the fucking match, and, and the titles make the fucking the wrestler, and the wrestler makes the title and shit and whatnot. But it's like, do you fucking make that one a little bit more? Um, you know what I mean? Like you build that shit a bit more just so it's for the fucking titles. And at some point, get it to the Hardys or get it to the Bucks. Right, because mainly it's it's mainly been getting built up on BTE and not really on TV. So I don't know. I figured they might spend a little bit more time on TV building that feud. Yeah, I think people be, are going to be, be pumped nice. about it, no matter wh whether you have a big build or a not so big build. I mean, people are still going to be pumped on that match. So it's uh, it's it, it doesn't matter either way. Uh, it's you're still getting yeah, big 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 pop. At double or Ab absolutely and uh it was a really really good dynamite dude pay-per-view worthy jeff hardy advances in the tournament and he's going to be going up against adam cole baby am i correct yep i think yep. yeah i believe so yeah that's not great that's not great cole and jeff hardy so it'll it'll be uh it'll be a really interesting uh dynamite next week and i'm looking forward to it boys yeah yeah be excellent cool. dynamite cool. this week yeah i'm looking forward to next week Hey, Nick, do you uh, by chance have a Batteringham song that you would like to play right now? Uh, hi, I'm Nick from Batteringham, and I was on the Geo and Meatbag show talking about men slapping meat. This is our song called Fartbox. I wanna fuck, I wanna sin, I want your legs around my chin. You got me bursting at the seams, even in my dreams. I'm on a one-way track that ends when you begin. your fart box Hey girl, you know it's true I've always had this thing for you And that sexy way you talk Turn around, bend down I'll take you all the way to town And work that shit till you can't walk I wanna jump on your fart box
Uh, I want to tongue punch your fart box. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. 480-331-7687.